14 people, including three children, were shot on Halloween night in East Garfield Park. Victims ranged in age from 56 to just three years old. In a press conference outside of Stroger Hospital last night, Chicago Police Superintendent David Brown said the drive-by shooting took all of three seconds with the shooter or shooters aiming randomly into a crowd of a vigil. The drive-by was among nine mass shootings that took place in Halloween weekend across the U.S., from Florida to California. Joining us now is Yolanda Fields, executive director of Breakthrough. That's a nonprofit group in Garfield Park that provides violence interruption programming. Hi, Yolanda. Welcome to Reset. Hi, Sasha. Thank you for having me. The news is horrifying. You know, last night kids were out trick-or-treating, mine included. Uh, But at this specific event, folks were at a vigil. So I wonder what's on your mind this afternoon. Well, I would say at the top of my mind is devastation, um, disappointment, uh, hurt, um, and pain for the families who experience such senseless uh, violence. And I think in particular for uh, the young people that were involved, babies um, for us adults, you know, a three-year-old, an 11-year-old, a 15-year-old. So just horrified by it. Anything else we know about the victims so far? Yeah, we know that they um, were, uh, many of them were part of one family um, with, you know, some other friends that were present. We know that um, some of their conditions um, have worsened and that some have improved. We know that the children, at least the 3, 11, and 13-year-old, um, are going to be released from the hospital today at least. Okay. Um, that's what we're hoping for. What do we know so far about why this happened, Yolanda? We don't know. Um, I think as you've already stated that it was a vigil um, for another child um, that um, died and that um, death was not related to violence or anything of that sort. And so we are, you know, on the streets. Our team is out right now trying to understand what may have happened. And so we don't have answers right now. You know, an unfortunate reality of where we're at as a country is that We've kind of come to expect violence at certain times of the year, right? You know, for instance, I'm thinking how there's regularly mass violence over the July 4th weekend, right? Of course, we know that just this year we had the mass shooting in Highland Park. But what do you attribute this surge of violence to? Well, I think there are a lot of things. We know that violence is not an isolated um, phenomena in our communities, that it is connected to other things like economics. Um, it is uh, the holistic way that we view our community and the things that um, we need assistance with helping to create a new reality for Um food access, access to quality health care, quality education, those are the things um, that, when deteriorated, produce the atmosphere for violent crimes like this to occur. Mm -hmm. You work in Garfield Park, so what are you hearing from neighbors? Well, I think our neighbors are shocked. It, It was Halloween night, and, you know, families were out, and children were out, and I think our community is devastated. Um, Not that violence is new to us, but we have not hardened our hearts to the point that we aren't still disappointed and Mm -hmm. in pain when it happens. Yeah. Your group, Breakthrough, you you work on the ground with residents 
and community partners as well on, on violence interruption programming. Tell us just a little bit more about that work. Yeah, our work is really, it's hyper-local, it's community-based, it involves street-level intervention, really going out at the scene when things like this happen to try to understand what has occurred, but also to offer services to the victims and to families. Um, We also want to reclaim those spaces once things like that um, Mm -hmm. have occurred. And so, you know, we have these safe space events. Um, But more importantly, we're offering coaching and case management services so that people who are interested can have a trajectory towards a different kind of life. Um, And so we're providing access to job readiness skills, um, meeting basic needs for food access and rental assistance and all of the ways that, you know, our community has told us that they need us to partner with them on. Yeah. And going back to what we discussed earlier, right, the victims, the people at the center of this, many of them children, they're going to be released, uh, at least a few of them, as, as you mentioned, uh, whose uh, conditions are, are, you know, getting better. But this kind of violence doesn't leave you, right? It stays with you no matter how old you are. So can you talk about the mental toll that this will have on them? Yeah, I think like, you know, many other young people, and not just young people in our community, violence creates trauma, and that trauma can't be ignored. It's got to be addressed through intervention and prevention methods, through ongoing um, support, um, through, you know, uh, access to therapy, and all of the other ways that, you know, young people need to be supported at these critical ages. We look at a three-year-old's development and how this trauma may impact um, the three-year-old, but we also know that there are teenagers involved mm-hmm. and the impact on an adolescent life. And so it's going to be important for our team to ensure that those families have access to what they need and that our community in general feels supported and also um, knows where to go to get the services that they need. Absolutely. So what more would you like to see, Yolanda, whether it's from residents themselves, the city maybe law enforcement, to truly interrupt violence in this city? Yeah, I think it's a comprehensive approach that we all have a part in, whether we're talking about corporations or government, the police department, residents. It's how do we center people in this narrative and remove the statistics um, that sometimes dehumanize what is happening in our communities? How do we think about creating quality education for students, schools that look the same on the west side and the north side? How do we respond uh, the police's response to have crime solved? What are the services that are needed? Um, What about a grocery store? This problem is complex, Mm -hmm. um, and so is the solution, but that it means that we all have a part to play, and, and how do we do our part? That's Yolanda Fields, Executive Director of Breakthrough, a nonprofit that's providing violence interruption program in Garfield Park. Thank you so much for checking in with us. Thank you, Sasha.